Welcome to Journey with Scriptures, where Bible and life meet together. My name is Peter. Today in the Gospel, Jesus invites a rich man to sell everything, give it to the poor and follow him. And in our reflection, we are asking why him and not others. Mark, chapter 10, verses 17 to 27. Now as Jesus was starting out on his way, someone ran up to him, fell on his knees, and said, Good teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life? Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the commandments. Do not murder do not commit adultery, do not steal, do not give false testimony, do not defraud, honor your father and mother. The man said to him, Teacher, I have wholeheartedly obeyed all these laws since my youth. As Jesus looked at him, he felt love for him and said, You lack one thing. Go, sell whatever you have, and give the money to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven. Then come, follow me. But at this statement, the man looked sad and went away sorrowful, for he was very rich. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for the rich to enter the kingdom of God. The disciples were astonished at these words. But again, Jesus said to them, Children, how hard it is to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. They were even more astonished and said to one another, Then who can be saved? Jesus looked at them and replied, This is impossible for mere humans, but not for God. All things are possible for God. Today's passage of the Gospel begins with a statement as he went forth into the way. The word way has a special meaning in the Gospel of Mark. It refers to Jesus' journey to Jerusalem, the place of the cross and his resurrection. Thus, follow me means to join Jesus on this journey. Moreover, one does not need great possessions to follow Christ. The rich man, whose name we do not know, can be contrasted with a blind beggar whose name we know, Bartimaeus. The rich man went away grieving, the blind beggar, after being healed, Follow Christ on the way to Easter via the cross, praising God. What is eternal life? The Greek word means that it has neither beginning nor the end. The phrase can be also translated as the life of the age to come. Where is that life going to be? Not somewhere in heaven, but in the new creation a new heaven and new earth, as the last pages of the book of Revelation tells us. 
And I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth has passed away. And that is what the rich man wanted to inherit. If he would ask the Pharisees this question, he would probably get an answer, obey the law of Moses according to their interpretation. The Sadducees would probably tell him to enjoy this life and don't worry about the other one. After all, who knows whether there is something like eternal life. Jesus, on the other hand, gives him two practical advice. Sell everything and give to the poor, and then follow me. I doubt he expected such an answer. I doubt we expect such an answer. The problem with this passage of the gospel is why him and not others? Couldn't he remain rich and at the same time be a follower of Christ? In the Gospel of Luke, the women who followed Jesus and his disciples supported them financially. The chief tax collector and a wealthy man, Zacchaeus, gave half of his possessions to the poor. And yet, that generous gesture brought salvation to his life. So why him and not others? Moreover, this passage also gave rise to a question. Can the rich be saved? Can a camel pass through the eye of a needle? What do you think? St. Thomas Aquinas used this gospel to present his idea of two ways of life in the church. The first one for the majority of Christians is the way of fulfilling God's commandments. Like the rich man, they can say, Teacher, all of these I have observed from my youth. The second one is the way of selling everything giving it to the poor, and then following Christ. St. Thomas sees here the call to religious life for selected few. But not everyone is convinced by this interpretation of the Gospel. Contemporary scholars see here a clear indication of Paul's teaching that the law of Moses cannot save, that it can only lead to Christ. But neither of those interpretations solve our problem. Why him, not others? My father says that you need a strong head for two things, alcohol and money. Every ex-alcoholic knows that the only solution to their drinking problem is to give up drinking entirely. Money is as addictive as alcohol, and if one cannot handle it properly, it can ruin him or her. So maybe that is what Jesus saw inside this man, an addiction to the possessions he had, and offered him a drastic solution. But that is just maybe. Maybe.